0: Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Cary Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Cary Ransom. And thanks always to our engineer, Paul, for making me and my guests sound so good. Today's episode is sponsored by OC4 Ventures, a new venture studio and fund that I'm a part of here, and I'm really excited to start sharing more about here on the show. Uh, We have been working to identify some of the most exciting and compelling entrepreneurs here in Orange County and are going to give them a a space to come in and build their companies alongside of us, and we're going to provide them capital, we're going to provide them coaching, uh, collisions with great talent, and connect them with this great Orange County community and many of the folks who have come on the show over the, the time that we've been doing it and will continue to. Uh, if you are one of those entrepreneurs or know one, feel free to send them my way or go to oc4v.com. I'm excited to have Lawrence Greaves here today. And before we get to hear his incredible entrepreneurial journey and uh, energy and ideas and wisdom, let me talk to him. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about him and his current company, OpKicks. So, Lawrence, as I think about him, he's an entrepreneur through and through, but also an investor, and he's also uh, been a board advisor in a number of, of uh, roles as well. And prior to being an entrepreneur, he worked in a number of boutique uh, advisory and consulting firms. So, I think he he comes at it from a really strong foundation as well. He invested in and co-founded OpKicks a few years ago, so in 2016. And he's currently the CEO and on the board today, and I think he'll even probably share a little bit about the camera uh, and the, the system that they've built as well. They make the smartest, smallest, simplest, and most powerful little cameras and camera accessories. So that's their uh, tagline, and uh, he'll talk about how they were able to go even smaller than the smallest that uh, most of us has probably seen. Um, prior to that, he co-founded another company in 2008, which was a interesting time in the economy. So uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. And then he went on about 10 years later to sell his 50% share of the company and uh, could have just retired. So we'll probably explore a little bit of that as well. He's really passionate about philanthropy as well as investing in other businesses. So we'll uh, try to cover some of that. So we got a lot to cover here in the next uh, little while here on Accelerate OC today. Uh, and he also through Opkix just recently won the prestigious Octane High Tech Award for the best technology innovation in a consumer product.
0: Lawrence, it's great to have you here on Accelerate OC today. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks so much. I I really appreciate this, and especially to OC Talk Radio. Uh, You'd mentioned um, OC4 Ventures, and if there's any good entrepreneurs looking for capital, but I I know a couple guys as well that might uh, benefit from that connection, uh, yours truly being one of them. Absolutely. So looking forward to hearing more about that.
1: Yes, we we can definitely talk more. So let's get to the starting line. I uh, teased a little bit about opkicks. but tell the audience uh, quickly how did... You get started and and recognize this opportunity, and what led you guys there?
0: Yeah, so it was 2016, um, and I was nearing my last uh, few months selling my last business. Um, I was serving on uh, seven boards of directors at the Mm. time uh, and a not-for-profit board um, that we're very, very uh, close to, which helps serve underprivileged women and Mm -hmm. children. I've dedicated most of my career earnings and life to that since Mm. we started making money at 22 years old. So. 2016, I was presented with an idea, an opportunity, um, and it was presented to me as something that can help me divorce from my dependency to my smartphone. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I've got two wonderful children. My oldest just had her eighth birthday yesterday, which I just made it back in time from, from New York, which is great. Um, But this chemical level dependency that we have on our smartphone Mm -hmm. just feels like that I was living every moment through my phone. Um, I would go to concerts, events. I'd go to Disneyland with my kids, um, and I'd be asked them, to stop, here, let me take a picture, and thrusting my mm-hmm. phone between myself mm-hmm. and the kids. And whatever the subject was, I was never really focused on it. So this idea was presented to me, and it was really something that uh, almost took my breath away. Hmm. Uh, the opportunity to be part of something great. And I, I think that at least for my small ecosystem that I live in, that's been pretty impactful. Um, I've been involved with a range of different businesses. I've built two of my own that I've sold. Mm-hmm. Um, I've advised hundreds of m transactions and I've sat on boards of directors for multiple private equity sales now over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one thing that was true and consistent was just lightning in a bottle comes every you know four to six years and I mean real lightning mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. not just successful businesses not lower middle market hundred million dollar exits but I mean real game changing stuff and one mm-hmm. of the the um, clients at my last company uh, that we'd engaged with very early on all the way through to the sale to Apple was a, a headphone company called Beats mm-hmm. really cool business and I got very very heavily involved there um and it was a great learning lesson for me. I was in my late 20s at the time. My personal company was growing from strength to strength. We we're opening offices um, and winning some of the best clients. And I was always looking for that same type of, of opportunity mm. when I would think about investing in things. And it wasn't just, is it sexy? Is it fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there tremendous financial upside? But I'd also look at things uh, from a perspective, of, you know, does this impact culture? Uh, I remember. Uh, the last company that I'd sold I was sitting in Manhattan opening our New York office and <clears throat> there was a bus that came by me a two, two a double-decker bus and every kid sitting on that bus there was one thing consistent they all had a set of these headphones on mm-hmm. uh, which led to me making a phone call back to my, my LA office and yeah that's a company called Beats um, and I said well listen mm-hmm. everyone that was you know 18 and 60 on that bus was wearing them I want to know all about this and that's kind of how it started um, you get inside those businesses and they all kind of operate the same um, but with OpKicks it was something that looked and felt a lot like that type of an opportunity mm-hmm. so what we are at our essence is the world's smallest wearable video cameras uh, that, that Uh, stream our content uh, to your smartphone or to a personal computing device for you to edit and share across any social platform WhatsApp we're agnostic in terms of where you share the video but the concept being um, making our cameras small enough that you could actually wear them so when I say small they weigh about 11 grams and size wise think of two sugar cubes placed side by side Mm -hmm. Um, if you look at you know other wearable cameras on the market that are focused on action sports only. We thought that there was a much broader market than just the times that you're doing action sports. And what about lifestyle? What about concerts? Mm-hmm. What about going to Disneyland? What about pushing your kids on a swing? Our products have made uh, something pretty game-changing um, for something that's about the size of two sugar cubes placed side by side. And as you can see, I'm wearing them here. It's on my necklace mounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seamlessly magnetize here to to baseball hats to our eyewear accessories, and it's for a fashion focused generation of people that want to be able to wear something not look like a goofball like you Mm -hmm. do with a lot of the other action sports wearable cameras still get really incredible video quality and then share it with the world um so that's what we've created our company opkicks is based here in orange county we fundraised here in orange county we manufacture here in orange county so uh when i'm asked to come on uh, and and speak with someone like yourself and the guys at oc talk radio um i love this community i've been here 15 years um Same as me. Uh, Yeah, I give everything that that, that I've ever earned back to the community, whether it's through charity efforts, hiring, employing, building out infrastructure. But to Mm -hmm. to take an electronics consumer product in this generation, to make it in America, to make it in California, to make it in Orange County, there's no one doing what Upkicks is doing. And Mm -hmm. for you to give me the platform to let these great listeners right in our backyard hear about us, this is an exciting thing for me to do. So I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, you're exactly why I design and started this show because uh, I, you know, I feel very privileged as well to have been here for the last 15 years and, and get to meet and work with people like you who, to, right. who aren't just great Orange County entrepreneurs. They're great global entrepreneurs. And well, that's the key. Here. We have uh, amazing talent here in our uh, pond and, you know, what? one of the things that I think we just have to do a better job of is is telling these stories and right. connecting each other and encouraging and supporting each other as a community where the, the rising tide and, and the pond can get bigger.
0: Right. And I think that that's the important part as well, because... We inherently know that Orange County is probably one of the most beautiful, you know, best qualities of education. Um, some of the most incredible people that we're surrounded mm-hmm. with. Um, I think that, that culturally, we're enriching ourselves more and more mm-hmm. since I've been here in 15 years. The quality of nightlife, restaurants, entertainment, um, developments in real estate. I mean, this is the hub, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, I don't have any angst or beef or competition with Silicon Valley, with New York, with other hubs mm-hmm. of you know innovation. I, I spend my time traveling to them and, mm-hmm. and celebrating. this this beautiful part of the world that we live in. And I think, you know, just from from an an ARPKICS perspective, we're launching in four countries as we speak right now. Mm. So I've used the course of this summer to go into a very large press event in Tokyo. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the same again in London. And we're, I'm very happy to say that, you know, in uh, one incredible store at there, Selfridges, which is a very large luxury department retail store, I was told that within the first couple of days we sold out. So that's oh, great that's from great. an entrepreneurial perspective. Yes. Uh, launching in Amsterdam and uh, four stores here in the U.S. just this week. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere I go, I stand up and I talk about Orange County. And for a lot of people, it's the first time they've heard about it, sure. which blows my mind mm-hmm. uh, when I think about how, what we've got going on here. Um, for me, as a CEO, and certainly as an entrepreneur, one of my main focuses is not just you know building and retaining talent here mm-hmm. in Orange County, but attracting talent. Yes. And when I look for the skill sets that I require. It kind of comes from, from a few bulge areas, silicon bulge bracket areas, Silicon Valley, of course, being one, New York being the other one. Austin is something that seems, uh, you know, in terms of innovation to be growing at, at leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a great mm-hmm. job bringing yes. awareness to that community. Um, but we've been winning. I mean, we've been hiring executives from Fortune 100 competitors out of Silicon Valley to move down here. That says a lot about mm-hmm. this ecosystem that mm-hmm. we're building. And I can tell you on a go-forward basis, I don't plan on slowing down. I plan on speeding up. Sure. So watch this space.
1: That's right. Well, thus the name Accelerate OC, because right. I, I totally agree that the time for Orange County to really reinvent and, and shine is now and greater than it's ever been. Right. And there, you know, there's a great history of innovation here. Right. And we just haven't probably, for those of us who are new, there's been a lot of people that have moved in here like us in the last 20 years. Right. And to, to both draw from some of that history, but also look ahead. The, the diversity of opportunity and people and industry is so profound here that, that I think that is what gives us the advantage. You're, you're building right. a technical product, but it's also a consumer brand, a lifestyle brand. and. That convergence of those things is better to be done
0: somewhere here than maybe anywhere else. Right, and and look, if you go back through the the history of Orange County, you could look at it and say that this is a town that's been built on a couple of things: real estate mm-hmm. and and lending <coughs> uh, against real estate assets. Mm-hmm. But if you think of the um, the cultural impact that we've all had, uh, you know, as part of this community, I look at my. Uh, You know, board member Mm -hmm. and initial investor alongside me in OpKicks is the founder of Quicksilver, which is Bob McKnight. Uh, And I'm always proud to to talk about him just because he's just such an incredible leader. Mm -hmm. Um, But look at Quicksilver. When I first met with him the day that we were looking at investing in OpKicks, I said, listen, Bob, I remember being 11 years old on a beach in South Africa and begging my parents to buy something called a board short by Mm -hmm. this company (laughs) called Quicksilver. And, you know, you you're that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and you've you've generated $2.1 billion worth of annual apparel sales, you know, in a business that no that's one right. had, had even heard of. This isn't a, a singular focused ecosystem. Some of the coolest, you know, consumer brands in the world have come out of, of, right. of, of our backyards that's and right. we should all be proud of it. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not a guy being English, you know, it's a company, uh, sorry, a country that focuses tremendously on history. I'm, I'm a guy that uh, focuses tremendously on present and future. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why mm-hmm. I love being an innovation. So, you know, f- for me what I see Orange County now and where I see it in 15 years with with my involvement. Again, I'm 37 years old. I'm not going anywhere. Yes. Um and it's more about being uh, empowered by other folks here in the OC that look at it and say, "We want to invest in change. We want to invest in healthy change. We want to invest in companies that build and grow uh, our own backyard and community and with with things to be proud of." Yes. Um so anyway, that's that's at least my perspective on where yes. we've come from and where I think we can go.
1: So good and and I I the, you know conversations like this are what get me really excited okay. to stay here yeah. and say I, I'm in I'm all in for good. the next I'm not going anywhere either so let's well, so let's make we. Orange County not like anywhere else. Let's make it the you know world leading right. innovation center that we know it can be. Yep. So let's go uh, let's go under the hood a little bit. So before I talked about it when I was introducing you, before you became an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you worked for um, some you know, big, you'd mentioned some of the uh, m and advisory and other consulting sure. work that you had done. So what was it that ultimately led you to go, you know what, I got to go be, I got to go do this myself. I, yeah. do, I have to be an
0: entrepreneur. <clears throat> so a couple of different things. So I moved here um, around 22 years old um, in London. I met a beautiful young lady. From Orange County. Mm-hmm. We've now been married 15 years and we've got two wonderful children. Um, so, yeah, you know, after meeting my second girlfriend, and she's now my wife of this long, you can tell things worked out mm-hmm. really well. Yes. Um, and, you know, I'm so gra- Thank you. I'm so grateful to have such a, a wonderful wife and such great kids. I've never really worked for anyone, is the the quick response Mm -hmm. to to, to that point. Um, I'm an entrepreneur because I'm inherently unemployable, Mm -hmm. not because I'm like a Mark Zuckerberg-type brilliant. Mm -hmm. I know that Uh, well. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just absolutely relentless. Um, That's the the quickest and easiest way to describe me, which is difficult in a traditional corporate employment setting. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you've got go-getters, it's very difficult to harness them. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I first moved here, I did an internship for about six months and um, ended up just kind of understanding a new business, which was going around providing financial leadership and guidance to companies that were going through transactions or turnarounds or by 2008, um, you know, complete restructurings. Mm -hmm. And so I've been building my own businesses, providing that type of leadership to companies since I moved here in 2005. Um, and I worked out pretty quickly that going about this through a staffing model was very transactional mm-hmm. uh, and was providing very low quality yields. So the idea of actually going out and employing these people with with top pedigrees from the best business schools and best accounting firm pedigrees, that was my best served model. Mm. Um, so, you know, I've been really fortunate. I've hired about a thousand people or so since I've moved out to the U.S. for mm-hmm. a kid with no college degree that moved out here with 400 bucks to have built that type of, of employment track right Record on my own dime uh, has been incredible, and again, you know, I've assisted probably around a hundred or so, uh, you know, pretty meaningful M and A transactions over a fifteen-year period, and I've seen expansions in markets, I've seen contractions, and you know, for me personally, my my, my last company that I built and sold over a eight nine-year period actually launched it about nine days before Lehman Brothers crashed. Mm. I can tell you stories of sitting there as a 23-year-old and putting hundreds of thousands of my own dollars, which I'd created in a very short period of time since moving to this incredible country, putting that to use and then just watching the markets contract literally overnight. It's one of two things. There's people that that, um, just go through very, very uh, tough times and it will test you and your mm-hmm. vigor. Um, and I turned it into you know something with, with hundreds of employees and offices all over the countries in a tremendous profit sense of myself and my co-founder. Um, and it also led me the opportunity is not just building my own firm, but when you're advising other companies, very quickly, I'd myself become a commodity where they said, well, look, we'd love to have you as a board member mm-hmm. or a shareholder of the mm-hmm. company or an advisor or an investor. So that's kind of what led me away from just being uh, in the management consulting business and then working out pretty quickly that I was a pretty damn, good operator myself, mm-hmm. so. I've, I made the decision uh, in 2016 to go through and, and sell my last company, which uh, completed the transaction by 2017. Um, I invested in UpKicks as the seed investor alongside Bob McKnight and a couple, a couple other very very notable guys. The guys behind Travis Matthew, the mm-hmm. apparel brand mm-hmm. um, that that did a great job building and selling to uh, to Callaway. Those guys are also my next door neighbors, mm. great friends of mm-hmm. ours, and they're all current investors in UpKicks as well. Um, so again, very community based vibe. Um, but I'd worked out that you know, most people that approach me would uh, I get hit with about three hundred business plans a year, Lawrence. You've got to invest mm-hmm. in this. It's always the same thing. Bring your bring your checkbook, yeah. bring your knowledge, bring your experience, and you know, work for sweat equity for a decade, and we'll see how things go. Most entrepreneurs that I meet with, quite frankly, have you know some level of excitement and they want to get out of a job. Mm-hmm. Um, but wh- where I really struggle with is the the last page of most business plans that will say that you know we're the next billion dollar company. Most of these guys haven't built. Or sold, or sure. been involved in a billion-dollar company, I've been inv- involved with multiple of mm-hmm. them, so I know kind of what it looks and feels like. But more importantly, the the, the projection would always say we're well, the next billion-dollar company, and th- there'd be some arbitrary calculation of, mm-hmm. well, Apple sells three trillion iPhones in dollars mm-hmm. a year, so take one percent of that, and we're rich, and. It's just such a, a, a layman. It's it's just a archaic way of trying to approach evaluation cal- calculation. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the the, the concept behind opkicks really, is a napkin sketch. That was one of the things they didn't say. It was formulaic. There was a projected plan and. Um, I just felt very differently about these guys. So just a, a two-minute uh, overview. But I went in to meet with, with two of the guys. And my business partner Shaheen and Muggs, are just tremendous people. Muggs is uh, tattooed from head to toe. Uh, if you saw the two of us next to each other, I'm wearing a custom suit. And he's wearing <laughs> you know uh, black clothing and you know looks very sinister. But is probably one of the most incredible people that I've had the pleasure of meeting mm-hmm. with. And um, if anyone is familiar with one of the local uh, philanthropic organizations with a very risque name that I can't say, but it begins with the F... Uh, And It's F Cancer. Mm -hmm. Muggs is the founder of that charity. Mm. I worked out pretty quickly that these guys were not just uh, the sum total of how they looked on the Mm -hmm. front end. Shaheen um, was the former party planner for Hugh Heffer in the Playboy Mansion. Mm. So there wasn't a celebrity he hadn't met with or uh, a fun experience that he hadn't been through. So I was invited in multiple times to come and meet with these guys. At the time I had retired, my wife and I were building our home here in Orange County on the waterfront. And uh, I was getting fat and happy. I went in to meet with these guys based on multiple people that I truly trust, saying, this is something that you need to stop what you're doing, jump up, and run over there. (laughs) Dusted off my custom suits, pocket squares, ties, (laughs) polished my shoes. Well, I didn't do it myself, but um, got over and met with these guys at their wonderful uh, office in Costa Mesa. And Muggs had wet board shorts on uh, and sand on his feet, and Shaheen was about the same. And I asked the guys, I said... Uh, do I have this wrong? I said, am I pitching you here or are you pitching me to invest in Mm. your company? Because the way that we're dressed, this Mm. is a little bit upside down. And they've always been honest with who they are since the moment, since the get-go. But they were looking for someone to come in and help lead from a business perspective. They had great relationships and great networks. But again, building and selling a company Mm. is a very, very unique skill set. And um, I fell in love with it. Uh, I'd also met with Bob McKnight at the same time was kind of enamored with his background and track record and success, and we both made the the commitment that we would, you know, invest in this company. We both still currently serve on the board of directors, um, and I get tremendous amounts of leadership and guidance, not just from Bob, but a lot of my uh, uh, investors, which are typically very well known entrepreneurs here that have mm-hmm. built and sold companies. They've, that we all love and use frequently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what a blessed opportunity yes. for me to have that level of engagement from my investment community. Um, and we're still we're still taking investors as well. So I welcome anyone to come on board and, and learn more about Opkicks right here in your backyard. But that's kind of how the story went. I left the office, um, called my wife, uh, and said, hey, what do you think of this idea? Because normally it's call a money manager, call mm-hmm. a lawyer, call mm-hmm. an attorney, mm-hmm. uh, call a guy who does some kind of you know cursory financial review over projections, tells you that they're completely insane and mm-hmm. that I should walk away. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of those things. My gut said yes. I called my wife, and that's the most important thing for me. And she said, if you can go to the park, push our kids on a swing, record those memories, and not have your damn phone out, this will change the game for you, for mm-hmm. everyone. Um, and... Uh, I went to the bank, took a cashier's check back, and, and I was in. And that's three years ago. Uh, we've raised $15 million of capital. We're currently running at a, a quarter of a billion dollar valuation, mm. um, and we're launching all over the world. Uh, we, we don't just have great business minds that have invested in the company. It's all private money, but we also have about 65 celebrities, whether it's NFL superstars, singers, musicians, and whatnot, which is really great to help push the brand out there Absolutely. Um, from kind of a social media perspective that we all know is kind of very prolific out there. Um but it's been a, a blessed opportunity. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I who, who could work for free as a CEO, as an investor, travel the world over, do 90 hours a week and still be so, so happy uh, and enjoy, uh, enjoy what they do so much. That's not work. This is my life. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. great.
1: And, and to be able to have the, I think you, you have the right, Value alignment with not only the business, but with your life right? to say, hey, you know, this I, I have been a big believer. I mean, there, there's definitely the school of thought that as an entrepreneur, you have to do it when you're young because you don't have the distraction of a family or these other things. And I, I've just always looked at it as a marathon right? that, you know, it's life. Some people it's are better conditioned for the marathon. though. That's, right.
0: that's the truth, that's and right. it, this is something that you should not take lightly. I mean, I think about if there's an entrepreneur or yes. a potential entrepreneur that's listening to this, it is not glamorous. Absolutely, it's uh, the trials and tribulations. You you almost need to look at how athletes, like world class mm-hmm. athletes, training condition. I think that business minds are the same, because this is something that would take uh, even a strong person and destroy them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give major words of caution to everyone who sees the trappings of success and says, Oh, you know, I'd like a nice car or a nice house or cash in the bank. I mean, the financial upside is logical if you reach that point, but the, the void between, um, mm-hmm. inception and success is, is broad. It's deep and it's fraught with issues. So anyhow, that's, that's right. Uh, that's right. But
1: if you're doing the Smart things. Obviously, you've enjoyed some success, and once you have, you can draw on some of those lessons. The more I have, okay. the easier
0: it gets. Is the yes, truth. So for sure. yeah. So for it sure. puts me in a unique position this go around. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm not you know independently wealthy by any stretch compared to you know some of the guys who've invested in the sure. company that, that do invest sure. from a very different position. But you know with all of that being said, it it helps me keep a very humble and honest approach mm-hmm. for all of my investors and for all of my employees and for all of our vendors. That you look at things in a very humble and hardworking yes. fashion, um, and it it serves you well.
1: That's right. It does. Uh, I, I had the great pleasure and, and uh, opportunity to grow up in a family business. So I, oh, I got great. to work next to my dad and my grandfather as a kid, and, and that was what I always learned. It was that humility of you know, don't ask anyone to do anything you wouldn't be willing to do yourself. Right. And it really that – it is a family. It's a family. Your customers are part of the family. Your people and your employees, your that community. That summarizes
0: Orange County to me. Yes. That – that level of engagement and work ethic and graciousness is, is what makes me think about Orange County. And I'll, I'll give you just a snapshot. I'll bully New York for a brief second, mm-hmm. but after getting back from the Big Apple here just a few hours ago, it's a place that's built with um, all different levels of hierarchy, both in business mm-hmm. and social etiquette, which I'm very familiar with after being born and raised in the UK. Um, but it's a, it's a an organi- it, it feels like a, a, a town that's been built on organizational level success, mm-hmm. institution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I can tell you over a, the past 15 years, is that from the innovation of companies like Broadcom and Ingram Micro, that is one of the biggest companies you've never heard of, mm-hmm. based right here in Orange County? You know, I've personally worked with their CEOs and their board of directors and their founders, and they still look and feel the same way. Now, some of them are some of the wealthiest uh, men and women in Orange County's history, Mm -hmm. but they feel like hardworking, humble individuals. And every time that I sit and meet with an entrepreneur here in Orange County, I feel like there's that same level of I'm willing to serve you before I ask you to serve me. Mm -hmm. Um, That summarizes this work ethic, and you can't beat that. That's right. You couldn't beat it with a stick and uh, I love being part of that cuz yeah. cuz you and I are very much the same. I was raised the same way in an entrepreneurial household and my 8-year-old daughter and my 5-year-old son, I talk to them like they're business partners because mm-hmm. ultimately I'm sure that's what they'll be. Mm-hmm. That's that is fascinating and I'm
1: sure they don't fully appreciate that yet, <laughs> but they will. They will and and I think the the, the opportunity to be certainly customers of your product is a, is a great
0: well, they're a good uh, litmus test. Yes. I mean, I go home and they say, Dad, you know, we want these in rose gold red and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we want this, that, and the next thing. And then we go back and I speak to the team. They go, actually, that would test really well. We went to a you know, product group and they think that red would be an incredible camera. Uh, so, you know, that's what that's what we do is we, we listen to our kids and we innovate and do things that they inspire us to do. Um, and, you know, with your comment about not fully appreciating things, I'm 37 now. There's things I don't fully appreciate. Oh, for sure. So, that's uh, right. you know, we're, we're all testament to just living and learning and I'm nowhere right. near done with my journey
1: so that's right well and that's it's, it's funny that with you know i mentioned oc4 ventures the reason that i started that is i i couldn't have started it 10 years ago right but just in what i've been through and experienced in the last 10 years i'm now at a point where i can serve more entrepreneurs
0: in parallel than one at a time. Well, it seems like a good mousetrap for you as well. And I think that because not just you've grown personally in 10 years, but the ecosystem here has grown in 10 years. And the award that you were kind enough to mention that our company won for the Consumer Innovation of the Year, I looked around a room at the Balboa Bay Club with 400 heads Mm -hmm. and listened to what everyone had innovated so much so that when they said that we'd won the award, I don't know if you noticed, this, but I didn't stand up. I I didn't digest it, mm. um, and there wasn't some unintentional humility there. I can assure you, just based on the way that you, <laughs> I'm a fan of our own brand, I was delighted to get on stage and thank everyone. But it blew my mind to think about what Orange County's putting out, and and one of the things that I do as an entrepreneur is is work. Tirelessly, one of the things that I do poorly is network hmm. and get out and listen to what other people do. I, I'm so grateful that you guys take the time to do this, and I don't know if the people that are listening to this even truly appreciate what wave of innovation we're going through mm-hmm. here. And you know, I, just purely from from like a family wealth perspective, I would tell people listening in as well to really reconsider how you allocate your portfolio mm-hmm. assets mm-hmm. going forward to reinvest in your own community because right. you're going to go through a, a period of time that we all know where there's going to be growth and compression through the global stock markets. But this innovation ecosystem that we're building here is, is um, it's insane. It's, it's like nothing I've seen. And I can assure you, I've been to all four corners of the world in the last 12 months. I've done speaking events. I've engaged with engineers. I've done charitable work. I mm. mean, I've crossed the gamut and the spectrum of all different levels of human emotion engagement uh, and I still rush back here um, with just a childlike excitement about yes. what we're doing. so I think everyone else should feel the same way that's that's
1: awesome. and uh, I certainly appreciate the perspective and I think that's that's the other amazing thing to me about folks like you here is we we have world perspective, sure, and you could live live anywhere
0: and I have I've lived in three countries.
1: but you choose yeah. choose to do it here yeah. and and build it here, and you know I look at a key part of my role because we all have to find our our roles here, is to be uh, a voice and an advocate for Orange County that we, we just haven't historically had uh, You know, people. We have people like you who have attracted world-class investors from all over the world to, to invest here, but they're not necessarily appreciating Orange County. They're appreciating but I make you. And yes. make them appreciate I, Orange County. I love that. I and love that.
0: But, but, but there's almost a counterintuitive response to that that is – Yes, we've done great. We've pulled investment in from celebrities that are based in London and Brazil and Australia. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're well-networked and we're grateful and fortunate to be connected. We've got to do something differently about the investment thesis and cycle here inside of Orange Mm -hmm. County because the investment dollars that we've pulled in have been from outside of this. When you have investment dollars from the outside, the growth and success... It's, those strings are still attached and they That's start right. pulling you outside right. um, and again it's not a word of caution it's just a polite reminder to people that that do look at ways in which to create their own wealth D- do it in your backyard it's more controllable it's something that you can engage with in a more realistic and thorough fashion And all the growth metrics are right there, whether it's my company or a whole host of others that were sitting in that Octane Awards room. It is some incredible growth and success and financial returns across the board. We just need to drive them here in Orange County more than from outside of Orange County. Yes.
1: Well, Paul, I may have found uh, the new host for the Accelerate OC show here with Lawrence. So, uh, oh, God. if I ever so, need a fill-in, I, I know who to call. This is this
0: is amazing. Uh, so you keep I'm, going. You're, you're you're born to do this, and you've got a great way about you. And uh, I, there's not a chance that I could uh, do what you do. <laughs> oh, so it's it's awesome.
1: I I uh, already am formulating the next live event that I'm going to put together and have you on stage to talk to. Uh, I the people that. here who, who, I mean, who need to hear it. So there's, and it's a growing group, so it's it's fantastic. But thank awesome. you for that. Thank yes. you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So and unfortunately, thank you Paul as well.
1: So unfortunately, we've got the uh, time sign here from Paul. But uh, before we go, one of the things that I always ask guests, and I, I wanted to maybe I'll do a two for one here with you is I wanted to ask you, you know, one of the key mistakes that you've learned from early on that you know you uh, aren't going to repeat. This time, because I think that's always a good one, and then the other would be a key lesson or piece of advice you'd love to share with the audience, many of whom are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. Because I've argued for a long time, there's a lot of latent entrepreneurship here—people that are comfortably in okay. some of these companies here, but they don't see the community ready to to surround them with love and support, right. and so they stay in what they're doing. So, what you know, what what's a key lesson or, or piece of advice you'd have for those folks
0: so i'll just cautiously say for a guy at my age to offer anyone advice in a vacuum seems a little risky because there's probably far greater people than me listening into this sure. so i appreciate them taking the time to do that but i would say be humble mm. or get humbled mm-hmm. um that the world has a way of of taking us all um when we think we know the answer uh, whether we exhibit uh, signs of our own uh, temporary success. It's it's not <laughs> it's not permanent. Absolutely. Um, so have a slightly longer term view of who you are and you'll get a much better reception. And I'll quote one of my investors and one of my closest friends. He's built and still currently owns the second biggest home builder in LA County's history behind KB Home, a privately mm-hmm. held company and one of my dearest, dearest friends. And he and I share a quote and we until this week we've have called each other late in the evening and spoken about just major challenges that we both go through. And the quote is, never, ever, ever give up. Hmm. You don't know what's around the next corner, and it's going to be what you've put out there is what you'll find. So just don't stop. It doesn't matter how rough things are or how tough it's going to be. Be a fighter. Mm -hmm. Keep fighting. Kick harder. Punch harder. Pull in more people. Just never, ever, ever give up.
1: That's a great one. Well, Lawrence, thank you so much for... Opening up and Chill. being you here on Accelerate OC, sharing the the Opkick story, your personal story, and your passion for this great community uh, that we're both in. And congrats on the success that you're having. I, I, I'm really excited to uh, see you know the word and the progress and what's ahead, uh, and look forward to Opkick's being that global multi-billion-dollar company that leaves a a huge impact on the world and society as as you're sharing uh it will and is and also on orange county this is this is a great opportunity for uh, our community to have another really strong entrepreneur really strong leader and a really strong innovative company right here in our backyard thanks for doing your part to accelerate oc
0: my pleasure thank you You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at AccelerateOC.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's Accelerate OC together.